Welcome back to Two Terrible Sports Analysts. I'm your host, Colin, with Ashton, as always. All right. Hey, guys. New, new things in the sports world this week, because the sports just seem like they're getting harder and harder to cover each week. But it should change around since the start of the NCAA basketball season has started. Yeah. And a few NFL dramas. But speaking of the NCAA basketball right. season starting, John Shire, is he going to be a new Coach K with the few wins already underneath his belt? Um, well, he's had a good start, 2-0, so you can't start off any better than that. And they were blowout wins. No, they weren't even really close. I'll say he has the potential, and he has the want to. He loves that organization. You're, you can already tell he does, and he loves the history behind that organization. But he's got a long way ahead because, you know, Coach K is 42 years at Duke. Had a 1,129 and 309 record, so that's hard to beat. So you got to catch up to do. But I think he can get the – maybe not the wins that Coach K had, obviously, but I think he can get the respect that he had for with that organization if he stays there long term and if he – does the organization right but it seems like he definitely has the want to to coach the young kids and everything so and then and what correct me if i'm wrong but coach k brought duke up from a not so good team yeah yeah they weren't they weren't real good before coach k 40 some years ago they wasn't that good of a team no but now i mean if you don't see them in the tournament I mean, they're always in a tournament, but if you don't see them at least in the Elite Eight, then you kind of question what's going on. Oh, yeah, which I think it happened like once or twice while D was alive with him coaching. But they're still, like you yeah, said, not real off. tournament time, they're still in the least Elite Eight. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the guy has potential to – I mean – pass them up. It may take them obviously a bunch of years to do it. 42, 42 years. <laughs> I mean, that's to break it. But at the same time, it's a constant changing game. And Duke is a place where everyone wants to go to play basketball. Or one of the top five schools that everyone wants to go play basketball yep. at. So as far as recruiting goes, it shouldn't be that worker that got to draw in the top talent around them. Especially since right. he has a name from the coach before him. I mean, obviously not the same name, but everyone has been associated with Coach K right. the past 42 years. It's been Duke-related. Yeah, and he he played at Duke. Yeah, yeah that was another thing. I, I forgot about that part, even though <laughs> – Research and I came up with a topic. Yeah, so he played for Coach K, so he has a lot of respect for Coach K. Yeah, definitely, and that's another reason why the guy is so gung ho about being able to be the coach for the team. Yeah, only time will tell, but I think he has the potential. Oh yeah, definitely, and like I said, it's not like he's bringing him up from one of the worst teams in college basketball on the one side. It's literally a powerhouse 
since the season started. What they came in the season yeah. ranked in the top ten. I mean, they're number seven right now with two and zero. Oh, so I'm not sure what they were at the beginning. I think it was ten or nine. It was one of those two. Which I don't think. I mean, obviously there haven't been no upsets this year, crazy wise. Anyways, it's too early in the season because usually the top ten seeds always play no game teams in the first three or four games. Yeah, like I said, they were blowout wins, so I mean, not hard team yet. Exactly. It's, I don't think either one of them was in the same conference, but yeah, it's pretty much your top ten teams versus middle schoolers for the first <laughs> three or four games. Pretty much. That just happened to be the same age, but the talent is that far the skill gap. It seems like. Yeah. Speaking of talent or the coaching, I don't know. No, what is it? So the talent or the coaching or both? Oh yeah, definitely. But speaking of a former alumni going into a coaching position, Jeff Saturdays is the interim Colts head coach with no coaching experience. How do you feel about that subject? <laughs> Well, I actually heard that on the radio when I was at work one day on the way to work. And uh, I was happy you picked it as a topic. I thought that was pretty cool. But um, I think it's good for him, you know. I mean, if the owner thinks he has the potential to do it, then let him. I mean, people, you know, the higher executives try to talk him out of it, obviously. But if he thinks he can do a good job, then let him. And he was also – you know, the one that drove the benching of Matt Ryan. So I think he's just trying to try anything to get the Colts going. They're three, five, and one right now. So I think he's just trying to get them going, whatever it takes. Well, the guy is a uh, Super Bowl 51 champion. Granted, he won it with the Broncos, but obviously Peyton Manning was related with the Colts for the longest part of his career until he did go to Denver. But Peyton Manning was underneath yep. him in Super Bowl 51. So, I mean, the guy is a Super Bowl winning player. So, I mean, obviously he knows the game, knows what it takes yeah. to win. It's just everyone's freaking out because he don't have no coaching experience. And it is different from playing coaching. It is. Uh, we've talked about that in the NBA, but a lot of the times when NBA coaches that used to be players come in, they don't have any coaching experience either. So, and they just get hired on, even if they don't have any assisting. So, just give the guy a chance. Oh, yeah. And, and it's usually the no name players that does better at coaching than what the main players do as well. Right. Like, no. No offense against Doc Rivers, but he wasn't the greatest player, but he's a really, really good coach. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like I said, the guy, he was a starting snapper. Well, center, I'm not going to say snapper because there is a difference in between two because usually the only time you're considered a snapper is when you're doing long snapping. But, I mean, he yeah. was, a, like I said, a Super Bowl winning center. I mean, yeah, he snaps the ball to the quarterback and – you know, pretty much everyone else does. He's a lineman, but he's still a 
Super Bowl caliber player. Like I said, you usually don't see people that wins championships and goes to be coaches in any other sport. It's usually players that haven't run a, no. won a ring. Like I said, Steve Kerr's like the rare exception of somebody that won a ring, but yet again, he still wasn't the main reason why they won rings as a player either. Right, he wasn't that guy. I mean, obviously, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Yeah, but he was part of the team whenever it happened. But like I said, usually your superstore, yeah. your super good coaches in the NBA especially are usually people that didn't, you knew about but you didn't really care about as a player. So like I said, a guy has potential to right. be a great coach, but only time will tell. And it's not like the Colts have the – greatest starts or anything figured out right now. No, but I think, you know, I think he'll do all right. He can't do any worse. I mean, I guess he could, but I don't think he could do any worse than what they're going through right now. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And at that point, it's just like, and to me, I think that's what the Colts are going to play off too. Like, well, you know, if the season sucks, at least we can say that it wasn't a guy, a guy with no experience, at least one mainly eight season right so i mean that could just be what the owner was thinking because like i said if the guy has no experience and you know they get one if they was to lose every single game from here on out like, oh yeah well we made a mistake because you know we thought since he won a super bowl he was capable of coaching the whole entire team yeah kind of stupid but how politics works in those leagues. That's about how it works. It is. Yeah. I mean, he's the owner. He has a say-so, so let him do what he thinks is best for the team. Unless he's just trying to tank and get some picks out of it or something. I don't know. Speaking of tanking, I know it's not really a topic this week, but did you see where Adam Silver put out the anti-tanking in the NBA? Yeah, I did, actually. I did see that. It came out pretty much as soon as I released this topic, and I'm just like, well, because I was thinking the same thing you was, unless they're just trying to tank. Because the NFL don't yeah. have a rule set to it, but I think Adam Silver passed a policy saying if you're not allowed to technically tank your team in the NBA this year. Lose on purpose. <laughs> Which is yeah, – purpose. I agree that you shouldn't because that's the whole purpose of playing is to win, to stay competitive. So I think Adam Silver did the right thing on that is just to keep everybody competitive. And I think that's why they introduced like the play-in tournament. So, you know, if you're the nine or 10 seed, you have a chance to still make the playoffs. So I think he's just trying to make the league more competitive. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you think at that point, too, if you're like – and I think that's another reason why teams would choose to tank at the end of the season is try to get that higher lottery pick. Yeah, exactly. They try to get the lottery pick. Which, I mean, technically the NFL has the same rule in place, but there's no lottery. It's the worst team gets the first pick usually. Yeah, and it used to be like that for the NBA, and then they just done like the few worst teams getting to like, you know, the draw, and then whoever they draw is who gets the pick. I think the NFL should switch to something like that because, um, I mean, I know some teams get multiple first, you know, round picks, but it's something that they earned like four years ago when they made a trade type of situation. So, yeah, I know the NBA and it's all 
a discombobulation of different stuff happening. But at the same time, it's one of those things to where you even make it to where everyone, it just goes in order of how good you was, or you just go over to the lottery and just figure it out from there. Honestly, I don't know which one would be better because if you just do an order of how bad your team is, then the Browns are going to be bad every year and they're going to get all the picks. So not just then, other teams, they're just they're not going to try anymore. They're not going to be competitive. They're going to be like, oh, I'll just suck this year so you can get some good picks and then we'll be better in, say, three or four years. It's just, it's, so you think if the NFL was to introduce the lottery like the NBA had, you think it would change the competitiveness of the NFL? I do. I think it would. They'd have something. I don't know. It, it, I think it would be more competitive if they weren't guaranteed to get something good out of being bad. Oh, yeah. And at that point, if that was, I mean, like I said, I know towards the middle of the round of the picks, well, yeah, in the middle of the round where the picks are, like in the NFL specifically, like the 16, 16 is pretty much the middle of the round at the end. So the 16th pick of each round, you think at that point if he was to technically yeah. not have any trades and it was just that every single year, the middle teams would always be mediocre. They'd always be in the middle. Because they would always get the middle picks. Yeah. You know, sometimes the middle picks come out and some people it's drafted later on in the draft as one of being some of the best players in the league. Right, but just slept on early. Time, for the most part, everyone, all the quote-unquote good players that comes out of any draft are usually the first few picks, or supposed to be. Yeah, like I said, over supposed the course of years, it's been proven that, you know, like you said, a lot of people got slept on, and, you know, they wind up being some of the best players they ever walked through the league. Yeah. That's right. Sticking with the NBA, though. Well, I guess technically going back to the NBA. Will the Warriors turn their season around? I think they will. Um, They're just coming off the championship, still celebrating. But they got to just. Stop celebrating last year and think about this year. Get their head in the game. I think they're just in a rut right now. Um, well, I think they're five and seven now, or four and seven as of right now. I can't remember for sure. I think they won another game last night. Or night before. They they're five and seven now. So. They're doing better than the Lakers, I'll tell you that. Yeah, been Curtis basically being a one-man show this year. He's at, I think, the past four games, he's averaged 40 points a game. Yeah. Yeah, last game he had 40 even. Yeah, and I think, like, the game before that, like, 43, 45, and then, like, a 30-some point game. 
that I think had equaled out to like 43 points. Yeah, game, yeah, yeah four, game. 47, 47 the game before that. And then the game before that, he didn't play. Which but they lost that game. Yeah. But uh, the last game they played was actually the Cavaliers, where we said that they were you know, going to be good. Um, which they're still third in the Eastern Conference Cavaliers. But the Warriors, I think they will turn it around. They're 11th in the West right now. They're half a game behind the Kings, who they play actually their next game. So they win this they'll turn around. No, I don't think anybody expected the Jazz without Rudy Gobert and without Donovan Mitchell to be number one in the West. But As you they know, are. There's probably two power heads going against each other too often. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Apparently, I think Jordan Clarkson, yeah, Jordan Clarkson and marketing has been the top story for the Chaz. They had them thought so. Who would have thought? But anyway, yeah, Warriors, I think they'll finish second or third in the West. I don't think they'll get to the number one spot. That's fair enough. Yeah, it's still definitely insane that they, I mean, shoot, the past 12 years, they've been in the top three or four pretty much the whole entire season. Yeah, except for, I think, one season when Steph hurt his hand. He was out for the season. Clay was out. They... Yeah, I think Clay was out tail too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. So you lost two superstars out of the 15 that's on the team. And... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, though, in all actuality, like I said, it's just, like I said, at this point, it's weird hearing, you know, not hearing Golden State in the top five. Right, and seeing them in the 11th seed right now is kind of because the only superstar they're missing from the previous is Durant, and like I said, they got Curry back, they got Thompson back, they still got Draymond, and they don't need Kevin Durant. So no, he needed them. They didn't need him. Right, exactly. He needed them to win championships. They didn't need him because they won championship before he even got there. Yep. But, yeah, they'll be fine. And hopefully the Lakers will figure out what they're doing with Russ because they're 2-10 and 10 right now. I, I did say that I thought they would turn it around. But, I mean, obviously I know it'll take time. It's only been a week since I said that. They've lost five in a row. They gotta, they gotta get rid of Russ or figure something out. So they haven't figured it out in a week's time, anyways. Yeah, they haven't figured it out in a week. All right. I, obviously, I wrote this topic before I realized that they was playing at nine o'clock this morning. Since they were playing the Munich family. but the Bucks come it was back. St- it was still a good win. Winning today, but the West right. versus. Well, the last week comeback, how did you 
gives that a new generation for against the Rams. Starting with the Bucks again. Um, it was a good win against. Are they? They're the defending champions, right? The Rams. And it was the Rams, yeah. Yeah, against the defending champions. The team that they only won. Yeah, and so they won by, I believe, three. So with 44 seconds left, Tom Brady threw a pass into a touchdown pass to the end zone to win the game by three. So that was a good win. It was a good confidence booster to come in the next week, which was today, and get the win against the Seahawks by five. The Seahawks. Against somebody we'll be talking about here in a little bit, a good quarterback, surprisingly. <laughs> now. Now. But – uh. Won't get into that too much right now. You'll hear that next. But, yeah, good win today, good win last week. I think they're starting to, like I predicted last week, they turn around. Yeah, I mean, I see them making the playoffs this season now. But as far – I still don't think Brady's going to win another championship this year now. I think that I don't know if I don't think he'll win a championship because they still got their defense that needs worked on and their offensive line still needs worked on. So until they figure out those yeah. problems, they're not going to win a championship. Yep. And I want to go ahead and crack the account from today's game. Brady and trick plays just do not work out. <laughs> yeah, he slipped and got it intercepted. Slipped in uh, Fournette through an interception to yeah. pass was supposed to go to Brady, but Brady just tripped and fell over his own two feet. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a very good route runner, but again, he is 45. and Right, and he's not a receiver. If he was good, at, maybe he'd have been a receiver instead of a quarterback, but that's not what he was. He's a good quarterback. So. But yeah, I just found that kind of funny. I was like, that's yeah, not the first trick play he's messed up on being a receiver. It was like that kind of brings you back memories to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Yeah. Well, I guess five hey, five I'm years. Still years? mad that four years. He had a higher catcher rating in polls. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you boycotted Madden. Well, whatever Madden came out that year was it Madden twenty. No, it was Madden 19, Madden wasn't it? Since then. What are you talking about? I'm still boycotting. Are you still boycotting? I think it was Madden 19, Madden wasn't it? Yeah, it was Madden 19. I still haven't bought a Madden since. <laughs> I haven't bought a Madden since. Madden 10? I played Maddens, but I hadn't bought them. Nope. Yeah, I haven't played it. I mean, I played Madden Mobile, but... You know, that don't count. It's basically a card game. I mean, you can play, but, I mean, you still basically just get cards and that's your play. Right. Yeah, kind of like a my team thing. Now, sticking with the NFL, Geno Smith, the potential NFL MVP. Yet again, at the beginning of the season, we said this wasn't going to happen or was going to be short-lived, but yet he's literally a legit NFL MVP talk now. He's what top three? I mean, it's definitely a surprise. Um, and I don't even know how to say this. It's not a comeback, 
because he wasn't ever good in the NFL. It's more of a late showing, I guess, a delay. But uh, well, it's good to see. Saying that, do you think it's just the teams that he's been on? Possibly. I mean, the Jets aren't known for being good. And that seems like that's where basically every West Virginia type of – I mean, obviously, I know Mark Sanchez didn't go to WVU with the Marshall, but he's still from West Virginia playing-wise. But it just right. seems like that's where every West Virginia born – well, I'm not going to say born, but anybody that played in the state just goes to die career-wise. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, it's good to see, you know, being from West Virginia. Seeing it. I mean, because he was good at West Virginia. Him and Tavon Austin and Stephen Bailey, those are the big three in West Virginia football back then. And it was just good to see them. And it's good to see him playing good now. And the Seahawks, they're doing good. I think they're, what, six and four after today, after the loss to the Buccaneers today, I believe. I think six and four, yeah, maybe. Hold on. I don't think they've had a bye week yet. Yeah, no, they are six and four. Six and four. So it's definitely, even after losing today, he, I still, I still don't think he'll get it. Um, I think he'll just fall short. It's good to see him in the top three for the candidates, but I still don't see him getting MVP. It really surprised me if he did. But, Good to see him there, at least in the talk. Oh, yeah. And like you said, it's not like it's a comeback story. The guys, I want to go back to, I want to say more of a long shot story. Yeah. Because it's a long shot that he's even considered to be in it because, like I said, he's never been good for a career. I guess based on the teams that he's been on, he's been decent, I guess, but still not wowing anybody. But, He's able to take the Seahawks. Maybe maybe it was the team holding him back. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it was the team. But I don't see I don't see it being all the team, you know. Oh no, definitely not. I mean, I'd see him making it to maybe the first round, like a wild card round to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not winning championships or nothing. No, definitely not. If so, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. If they if he does, then he's gonna get MVP. So or don't they do kind of like the NBA though? It's technically the regular season and then something else is you obviously got your Super Bowl MVP and playoff stuff. Or am I wrong on that one? It, I'm not sure how the NFL does it, but yeah, the NBA does the regular season, then they do their MVP and stuff, and then they. Well, actually, no, they used to do that. The NBA did. Now they do do it after the season's over. Gotcha. Yeah, they used to do it at the end of the regular season, which makes more sense. But now they do it after the finals. Yeah, so they should just group it all into one thing now. Yeah. I'm not sure how the NFL does it. Yeah, I've never really paid attention to this. Or whatever, but as far as that goes, I, the regular season MVP, I think, is should still just be regular season MVP. 
Yeah. He, I mean, yeah. If he makes playoffs, then he's potential. I don't think he makes the playoffs. There's still eight teams that has no, not eight teams. There's still 16 teams. Um, four, eight. I lost my train of thought here. Still 12 teams better than. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. But I don't know. He's number three. So apparently he's the third best player in the league right now. I forgot the top two – well, the top seed out of each conference get a first-round bye. That's why I'm just like, wait, my math's off here. It's not eight teams. Right. Yeah. Because whoever plays – like, whoever wins the wild-card game goes and plays the number one seed from each conference, which is their technical first-round bye. Yeah. But yeah, if he wins the MVP, he wins the MVP. I mean, like you said, it's not really a comeback story. It's more of a long shot story. But at the same time, he still has, what, six more games to show whether he's worth it or not? Yeah. At least six more. Yeah, at least six more, not counting playoffs just in the regular season. Yeah. All right, final topic. Uh, topic yet again, we wouldn't know what we'd be talking about because at our beginning part of when the NFL season started, we definitely said the Eagles still wouldn't be undefeated, but here they are, still undefeated versus them, versus versing the Commanders. Yeah, I think when we talked about that, it was like, well, like week three, and they were third in the power rankings, and we was like, oh, that's just, you know, they won't stay there, but. Yep, they're in their bye right, week. No. They're in their bye week. The week before last, they dropped down to two, and then as soon as they came back and you know beat the Steelers, they went back up to number one. Yeah, completely dominated the Steelers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Eagles versus Commanders. Eagles eight no Commanders four and five. Eagles four no home Commanders two and two away. The odds as of right now are 83.1% of the Eagles winning. I think the Eagles will win. They did play earlier in the year. Um, I think it was only – it was the third game, the Eagles' third game, and they won 24-8. to And I think that the deficit will definitely be more this time around. I think the Eagles will put some – put more points on the board than 24 um, I think the final score will be. <sighs> Hold on. Let me think here. I think it'll be 35 to. I'll give him a touchdown. 35 to 7. 35 to 7? Yeah. I'll give him a touchdown. I'll, I'll say 37. I'll say the Eagles will get a safety. But I'll also say okay. that the uh, Commanders will score 21. 
all seven one? field goals. Okay. All seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said he scored three touchdowns. <laughs> all right. Now if they all do seven field goals, then you know you heard it here. You heard it first, Colin. Um, no, it's a Monday night football game, not a Thursday night football game, so it shouldn't be any field goals. So it's not PATs. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's been a trend the past few Thursdays. It has. Well, that uh, I don't know if it was played on Thursday, but that we was talking about that Buccaneers and the Rams game. It was field goal after field goal after field goal. It, I think it was a Thursday game. It may have. Been, I think it was. It was all field goals except the Rams had a touchdown and the Bucks had a touchdown. But uh, it is a matchup against um, the Eagles' old quarterback, Carson Wentz. Yeah, he was never getting good for the Eagles. No, it took his uh, substitute to win the Super Bowl because he was hurt. Yeah, I guess technically he does have a ring, though, from it. Yeah, but he, I mean, he didn't do anything. Nick Foles carried him, literally. <laughs> exactly. And if Wentz would have been the starter during that run, they would have probably got eliminated the first round. <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah, Wentz sucked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so you're definitely saying he would have lost that Super Bowl? I say they wouldn't have made it to the Super Bowl. Foles played all the playoff yeah. games. Brady didn't. I mean, not Brady. Winston yeah. didn't touch a single playoff game that year. So even if Nick Foles carried them to the Super Bowl and then Wentz came back for the Super Bowl, they would have lost those two to yes. Tom Brady. Yes. Okay. Collins, a Carson Wentz hater. Bag on Ginger. <laughs> No, he matches. He matches now. He's in red uniform with his red hair. He's good now. Right, it looks better. You can stay in DC. You don't need to look like a Christmas tree out there. <laughs> hey, I get the hate on the guy. He wasn't making my team any better. Yeah, and um, hurts. He's definitely making the team better. That's for sure. Eight no, about to make it nine and no. Tomorrow night. Yeah, first time in Eagles history that's ever happened. I think it's the first time there ever been eight no, isn't? First time they've ever been eight no. Yep, seven no was the max. Yeah. Donovan McNabb took them to seven no, and I think the '04 team that played the Bucks and lost in the playoffs. I mean, in the Super Bowl. So that's the last right. time that they was. Undefeated as far into the season was seven and zero, and like I said, that was when McNabb was starter. So, do you say the Eagles? I mean, they're eight and zero right now. Do you think they're going to make? I mean, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I know at the beginning of the season we didn't even think you know that would wouldn't even be in the conversation really, but now Super Bowl. I don't think Super Bowl's on the table. I mean, yeah, they're undefeated. And statistically speaking, and everyone is saying this, 
the only team that's going to give them the only team that's even considered to be a hard team to be for them to go for a perfect 16 and 0 is the Cowboys. That's what everyone's saying statistically. So, did they not already play the Cowboys? Huh? Or is that the Steelers? Did they not already play the Cowboys, or is that the Steelers? I'm thinking. Of? No, they've already played the Cowboys, but they're in the same division, so they play them. Well, they're in the same. Right. Yeah, they're same, right. in the same division and the same conference. So just like the commander. No, what I'm saying is they've already beat them, though. Yeah, what I'm saying is they've already beat them. They've already beat them once, yes. But statistically, that's what everyone says, is that the Cowboys are going to be the only team that gives them any trouble. So what everyone is basically saying is they're going to go to at least 15-1. and There's no question about it from a statistical standpoint. So the reason why I mean, go all the way through the Super Bowl is beyond me, but yet again, I like thinking negatively. That way, when negative does happen, it doesn't hurt as bad. Right, right. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys right now they're six and two. You so just have to have see the Eagles the hardest time this year. Oh, but I believe that is all the time we have for today. Mm. Yep. A lot of rambling on, a bunch of rabbit holes, a few extra times. A lot of football. A lot of football. It's usually more basketball geared. Yeah, it is. A lot of football. But I guess technically we're midway through the football – well, over midway through the football season, so it is to the point where you start talking about playoffs and everything else, and then NBA is starting. Yeah. Well, and then – college mm-hmm. football too which we didn't even talk about college football today. we talked about college basketball yeah, exactly how to substitute them that's right <laughs> but thank you guys for listening check out all our socials at YouTube I think Ashton mentioned on the last or in our yeah. gaming podcast but it's called Two Terrible Podcast is the YouTube channel yeah, two terrible podcasts instead of under our three terrible podcasts. Just to make it easier for you guys to find both podcasts in one. It's two terrible podcasts on YouTube. Yep. Consider following our Patreon if you guys so please. And you guys have had 10 episodes to consider. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah, it won't hurt anything. That's right. It's only 99 cents a month. Cheap people. I'm cheap. I'm too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we can blame you, but we can't blame you at the same time. Go support us. That's right. Please. And we appreciate it. But if not, as usual, yeah, your listen is enough. But it is. It helps. One thing is just but we one want thing more. is pretty much just a tip. Yeah. Just a tip to help us keep these going smoothly as possible without me trying to stutter what to call verses <laughs> they're like mouses in eighth grade <laughs> mouses yeah i remember mouses. that <laughs> but other than that i think we're out let's see you guys next week later guys <laughs>